Welcome everyone to another episode of Slasher Scotty. My name is Scotty McCoy and I have an alumni from both Friday the 13th and Days of Our Lives on the phone. She played Jane in Friday the 13th Part 7 The New Blood and Isabella Black on Days of Our Lives. Her name is Stacy Greason. Hi Stacy, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, all things considering. I'm hunkered down like everybody else. <laughs> Not a problem. I figured uh, having this podcast would be a good way to give some people entertainment while they're all, you know, bogged down in their homes. Yeah. So uh, the, I'm gonna. So as I was talking to you earlier before we started recording, um, there's two parts that I'm going to be asking. One, the first part will be on Friday the 13th, Part Seven, The New Blood, with nine questions, and the other part has nine questions on your tenure with Days of Our Lives. Alrighty. Right, and I said, let's see how much I can remember. <laughs> but so, I'll try my best. <laughs> no, no problem. So the first question really has nothing to do with Friday the 13th or Days. It's uh, how did you get your start into acting? Well, I started acting um, in uh, high school plays. And then um, I moved out to Los Angeles to be an actress. And I moved in with my college roommate. <laughs> and we did the, you know crazy waiting tables, tons of different jobs, going on auditions, and um, I worked for a wonderful agent named Urban Arthur. Uh, he discovered Ellen DeGeneres. In fact, I got to go with her to her first Tonight Show appearance. Awesome. And, um, and I worked for Urban Arthur. He had, oh my goodness, he discovered uh, so many comedians. He was fantastic. And uh, we submitted our, uh, the young girls who worked for him, we would submit ourselves um, for act uh, through the breakdowns for acting roles mm -hmm. uh, without telling Urban, <laughs> and that's how I got. And then I, um, and then I started. I moved to a, and so then I started going on a lot of auditions, and then I started working for a publicist at the Brokaw Company and doing tour press, and still submitting myself through them. And I got a screen test for the soap opera uh, Santa Barbara. Awesome. And I didn't get, and I didn't get that role, but um, I guess. Then executive producer of Days of Our Lives saw the screen test or something, and Shelley Curtis, and she brought me in to audition um, for a role on Days of Our Lives. And I wound up screen testing, I think, trying to remember, I think over the course of two years, I screen tested for five different parts on Days of Our Lives. Wow. What parts did uh, you audition for? I can't even remember the names. Um, <laughs> I can't remember the names of the roles. I really can't. No problem. Uh, I wish I could. Um, but, um, well, so, and then I was told that the network didn't think I was pretty enough to be on a soap opera, but Shelly Curtis really liked me, and so mm -hmm. she gave me a recurring role, and she said, you have a few weeks to prove to the network that you can be on this show, and so I did, and yeah, it was most fortuitous. I think it's so important to have uh, people in your corner. Right. She was really wonderful, as were many of the writers and actors on that show. And the awesome. casting director, Doris Saba, was delightful. That's so, awesome. Um, awesome. So, it was a good experience. Awesome. So I'm going to throw out a bonus question since you met, uh, mentioned Ellen DeGeneres. How is she as a person? Is she a nice person? Uh, anything about her? She was great. Awesome. That was, I mean, you know, that was a million years ago. We were all so young, and it was so exciting. I just went with another assistant, and we sat in the blue room, and back then it was Johnny Carson, which yep. is a really big deal. And we were all so nervous for her to go out and do her stand-up. And right. in those days, if Johnny, when you were finished with your routine, if Johnny called you over, then you had a career. Nice. And so we were all waiting, 
you know, and she finished her routine, and he said, come on over here, and we were all crying and so excited <laughs> for her. So. Awesome. She seems like an amazing person. She really does, and she just, I mean, there, there's stories out there about everybody, but, I mean, I think she's just phenomenal person. And, uh, I mean, what an experience to have just to, you know, be, to meet her and to be, you know, on daytime television in general. It's just, it's, I always wanted to do that. And, I mean, I'm a big fan of Days of Our Lives. Actually, after this interview, I'll be, I'll be watching today's episode. Oh, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I think the thing about rumors about how other people behave, it's, yeah. it's more, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human beings. Yes. And to me, it says more about the person uh, judging than it does about the person exactly. that they're judging. Exactly. Yeah. And so everybody like, has their bad like days. It's like a terrible waste of time. Everybody has a bad day. Yep. I'm sure that I have plenty of people who could say that they had a bad day mm-hmm. with me if I had a bad day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could tell you, anybody that met me, if they saw me in a bad day, they would probably be saying a lot of bad things about me because, I mean, when you're having a bad day, you're not going to be all, you know, rainbows and lollipops, you know? <laughs> right, and you could just be in a moment. And, you know... Honestly, to be on television is a lot of pressure. I yeah. did not enjoy the pressure. It was <laughs> too much pressure for me. I was too, um, yeah, I much prefer being a writer. I much prefer being right. behind the camera than in front of the camera. Yeah, I, I can only imagine. I heard, like, from a daytime actors, like, just in interviews that they had in general. Because you're my first interview with anybody that's been a part of Days of Our Lives. But, uh... I mean, I'm sure I interviewed some other horror actors and actresses that have been on Days of Our Lives in smaller roles, but you're, like, one of the bigger stars that was on the show for more than, you know, just a brief appearance. And uh, from the interviews that I heard from them, they said that, uh, you know, it's just a grueling process. You're filming, what, like, five episodes in a matter of, like, a day or two. It's, It's insane. When I was on, it was crazy because we were shooting an episode a full episode every day it's crazy so you would go they don't have that same schedule anymore now they block and tape but we used to have to all come in at the same time in the morning do a dry run with the director then a run with the cameras then lunch then uh full dress rehearsal then taping and so they were it was 80 hour weeks you know and i mean it's a good job to have if you're an actor it's such a good job and you really you can really develop as an actor um it isn't the grueling schedule so much as the, uh, I think it would be more for me, it was the media pressure, like having, right. not being able to just sit in a restaurant or, mm-hmm. you know, walk through an airport. Um, yeah. And that is part of the job. You have yeah. to be okay with it. And I just, I just was very uncomfortable with it. Yeah. I, and it's funny because I started up a small indie film company and we're locally famous now and we have, oh, we have a premiere coming up locally and we filmed in Centralia and a lot of local places and uh, and uh, just like when I go into the supermarket now, like I, I live in Maryland now, uh, for work, but uh, when I go, like went home and everything on weekends, um, I, I would go into the supermarket and I'd have people stopping by wanting a picture or an autograph or just saying hi. And I'm like, I'm just a local person. They're like, yeah, but you're locally famous. And like, it's like, I can't even go into the supermarket. Cool. <laughs> it's cool, but it's yeah. like, you know, it gets very overwhelming. It's like I go in to buy milk and, and bread and I'm, <laughs> I'm getting mobbed. <laughs> right. So I can imagine what you, you had know, to feel. I, yeah. And for actresses too, there's so much pressure. Yeah. I think there's less pressure now. Thank goodness for, uh, you know, thank goodness it's changing. But there was so much pressure to have to be skinny and pretty, and that's yeah. exhausting. It is. Um, it's really like, ah, I just want to <laughs> be a person. Right. I am just a person. So um, 
you know, but it's a good job and a lot of people handle it just fine. I think it depends on your makeup, you know? Right. And so I'm going to skip your the Friday makeup. the 13th part seven sections because I, actually the first two questions of my days of our lives were just answered. So I might as well just start with days of our lives. <laughs> might as well. Hey, I knew days was going to be a big topic of this. I'm a huge fan. I've been a fan since 95. Um, I know I, 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 for the most part, never saw you um, on the show when you aired because I probably wasn't born yet. I was born in 89, I believe. Because I'm so old. I'm <laughs> no. I was just born in 89, but I watched so many clips, not just to prep for this interview, but I've, I've always been fascinated with the 80s and the 90s of daytime television and even movies in general, and I, I loved your character. And uh, I was uh, very heartbroken when she got killed off, just seeing the scenes and everything. Loved your character. Um but uh, speaking of your death scene, what was it like filming that? Was it like all emotional or what was going on? on absolutely. Like yeah, absolutely. And that was really hard because I loved working with Drake so <laughs> much. Um, and they were doing such good writing. And mm -hmm. the crew on Days of Our Lives are just fantastic. And mm -hmm. I had so many friends on that show. And I... I was young, and so I wanted to go on and, you know, pursue writing and, and you know, what else is out there. I wanted to go on. I I was thinking maybe I didn't want to be an actor anymore. Mm -hmm. But as we were nearing, so I didn't want to sign another contract. I wanted to go. So um, I was fortunate they gave me all this beautiful uh, writing, and they gave a beautiful story to that character. Right. Um, so it was something I could sink my uh, chops into. But um, definitely shooting that stuff was very bittersweet because as it was happening, I think I started realizing, oh, this is really happening. I'm leaving this whole family. And mm -hmm. because it's a family, when you work with people like that, it's a family. Yeah. And um, I cried for, yeah. And so, yeah, so those tears were real. Drake and I re-cried really hard. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, and I didn't think it would be so hard leaving. Um, but it was very hard. I, it took me a long time to get over not being there. Right. I really, really missed it. Right. So I'm assuming... That was, un that was unexpected. I had thought, oh, I'm moving on to my new <laughs> journey. And then it was hard to figure out what's my yeah. new journey when I've already had this kind of success in my mid-20s. It, it was hard to sort of navigate to, you know, figure yeah. out what I, you know... Right. And it, what I wanted to do next. And being on daytime television, like it's not like, oh, I'm on Days of Our Lives. I'm a main character. I'm, you know, I'm, I, I'm golden. I got a job for the rest of my life for, for as long as I want. Because they can easily, like, you know, let you go. I mean, even recently with some of the big names that they let go, um, even before the pandemic started, um, like just releasing Will and Sonny and Rafe, like everybody's shocked that they let them go. But it's a lot of it's budgetary reasons, or or the actor just wants to move on. But uh, I mean. If you don't want to come back, they can recast you. There's just so many things that can go wrong. Yeah, it's a job. Yeah. Definitely a job. Um, and for some people are lucky enough to turn it into a career. Yeah. And some people want to try other things. You know? Yeah. So other than your death on Days of Our Lives, what was your most memorable storyline? Well, I do love escape, the beginning escaping the asylum with Jack, mm -hmm. with Matt Ashford. Yes. Uh, because we had such a good time working together. Yep. Um, and we uh, are also fellow Buddhists, so we have a <laughs> lot in common. So nice. we had a good time. Uh, I, I like the silly stuff when Isabella was a detective. Okay. Uh, that was really fun. I like playing the comedic stuff. Very, <laughs> very fun. 
Um, I like giving birth at the altar of my wedding after I've been pregnant for 11 months. Um, But I really did, I really do think that the pancreatic cancer storyline was by far my favorite because it was so uh, real. Yeah. Such a good time. Yep. Yeah, and just your death and also alone. Shooting in, Chichen, shooting in Mexico, shooting in Chichen yeah. Itza. Because, you know, I was just this mountain girl who moved to Los Angeles and got lucky and got a job right. a couple of years into living here. So I was very wide-eyed, and right. Drake used to make fun of me all the time because <laughs> I answered all my own fan mail. I sent everybody on the cast and crew Christmas cards myself. I would sit in my dressing room for hours and hours, and he was like, honey, you need a publicist <laughs> and I was like what he's like you need someone to help you navigate this to set up interviews um he said you're gonna make it so I just hired my mom and my mom helped me with my fan mail that's awesome um and then I did hire a publicist but okay. you know and it was fun to have mom help me with the fan mail yeah. but also just even getting to fly and shoot in Mexico yeah. you know sw- they, got, they set up this thing where we got to swim with dolphins it was <laughs> amazing, amazing experiences for me so yeah. I never lost that sense of wonder or gratitude for having a job um sure there were cranky days and super tired days and mm-hmm. you know you're wrestling with the writers or the director or whatever there's creative differences, you know, difficulties with your co-stars, whatever, but um, it's a really good job. (laughs) Sometimes it's easy for people to forget once they've worked for a while, that sense of a lot of people would like to have your job. Right. And it it doesn't mean that it isn't difficult, because it is really difficult. Mm -hmm. It's hard to remember all those lines. Mm -hmm. It is, it really is. I also love working with John Aniston because he is just a man. He is the best. <laughs> That's awesome. I and love Missy. Victor. And Missy. I love Missy. Nice. And then I'm still best friends with Shannon Sturgis, who played Molly on the show. That's awesome. She was on. Yeah. So we're still good friends. That's so cool. So... So, like, nowadays, um, there's not a lot, there, actually, there's barely, if any, um, you know, on like, on location or on-site uh, filming shoots. It's all, you know, in, in L.A. So, uh, obviously, who had the luxury to fly to Mexico now? How, like, obviously, that's a dream come true. So, like, how, like, did they pay for your stay there? How did all that work out? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, you know, it's under SAG after a contract rule. Right. Okay. Yeah. Fair and everything. They yeah. Everything is covered when you you know you you get a per diem and everything's covered and. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh, let's see. So, do you have like a favorite story that you and like you and Drake like working together? Like, is there any type of story that like not storyline, but like uh, any type of like behind the scenes thing that you have a good memory with uh, when filming with Drake? Well, you know, we used to work out together, too. So we would work out during lunch hour together. And um, because he's a workout maniac, and then he turned me into a workout maniac. (laughs) Um, So the funny, I just have funny moments, because Drake always treated me like I was his little sister. Right. And I'd never had a brother. Yeah. So he he was constantly teasing me and making fun of me, and... Um, and sometimes it would make me cry because I've never <laughs> had an older brother before, but he did not mean to make me cry. He's not a mean person. Right. Um, so just funny things where he would just make fun of me and I can't remember exactly, but he was always very lighthearted and we were very, um, 
you know, I just we just adored each other in a friendship way. Right. Really adored each other. Nice. So uh, obviously, uh, John Aniston, he plays Victor Kiriakis. He was a uh, very He's very funny on set with his quipped one-liners. Is he like that in real life? Yes. <laughs> I had to ask. He's that like was... that in real life. He's like that in real life, and he's also like a dad in real life. Awesome. So he would sit, he, we would be working on our lines, you know, because actors work together in their dressing rooms, right. running their lines and stuff. And he would say, honey, what are you doing with your money? You're not always going to be making this kind of money. <laughs> and I would say, oh. Because I'm this like why you know wide-eyed child. I'm like I have right. a savings account, Mister Aniston, and he was like, uh, you need to buy a house and build a guest <laughs> house in the back for the lean years. He was very practical, like Aww. he wanted to caretake. Right. Yeah. Was Jennifer Aniston ever on set? I only saw her a couple times when she would come to visit her dad. And okay. I just... You there? Maybe she'd just come. Can you hear me? Oh, oh yeah, we, we cut out for a little bit there. So I remember her coming to visit him on set, and she must have only been 17, maybe. Oh, wow. And she was sitting on a set of suitcases, or maybe she'd just <laughs> come from a vacation or she'd come to visit him. <laughs> and she had very dark hair. She was young. And I remember Stephen Nichols came in the dressing room, and he said, that girl out there is going to be a star mark my words and i was like that teenager out there how did he know but he knew yes he he obviously did <laughs> it's crazy yeah. um yeah. so was there uh something that you would have liked to do when filming days that you hadn't done like any type of storyline or any type of angle that you would that you would that would have been fun to uh, actually do as your character that you didn't get to film at all well you know i always in indeed um Jennifer, Missy, she got to be the, the reporter, right? She and right. Jack got to be reporters. And I thought that was such a fun story. And <laughs> they did give me the sleuth. I was a detective for a short time, which was funny. Um, <laughs> but I was mostly just a love interest for Drake, right? Right. I didn't have a separate <laughs> yeah. story, really. Yeah. Um, so do you still watch Days of Our Lives? No, I don't watch it. Uh-uh. Okay. I didn't watch it when I was on it. Really? No. It's too, I mean, every once in a while I would watch my scenes just okay. to see how I was doing. Right. But it was also always on on the monitors um, in the makeup room. Yeah. So you're already watching everybody's work in the makeup room when you're watching oh, okay. scenes. So you don't really go home and watch it. But my mother videotaped on her VCR. Uh, she recorded Days of Our Lives every day. <laughs> and recently she said, your father and I are cleaning out the... Uh, crawl space, what are we going to do with all these videotapes? And I was like, Mom, just throw them away. She said, I can't throw them away. Right. But I don't, I don't have any children, so I'm like, and they're on VCR tapes, so it's like, well, you got to get a VCR. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Uh, I mean, your mom had to be so proud of you. You, you were so talented. My mom and dad, yeah. They, yep, your mom yeah, and dad, My mom yep. and dad always. Yep. I'm sure the dad didn't like the the bodice ripper scenes, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was, what was really fun is that my grandpa got to watch while he was alive, and um, so that was really fun. That's awesome. So uh, switching now to Friday the 13th Part 7, um, so uh, do you remember what your audition was like for the film? I do. Awesome. So that was my first real job. Well, my first job, though, was in a horror film that was never released or maybe it was just released now called terror night okay 
Um, and it's one of the worst horror films ever made. It's so fun. It's so terrible. <laughs> I just, I just bought a copy so my husband could watch it. And he was like, uh, so I was the lead in that, um, in terror night. And, um, that's how I met my friend, uh, Billy Butler, William Butler. Right. Um, and uh, so Billy was doing Friday the 13th Part 7, and he called me, and uh, he said, my friend John Beekler is directing this. He's a really nice guy. You should come down and audition for the role of my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited. Billy is a very generous person, okay. and uh, he's really great with all his actor friends. And um, he's always trying to get people work, and he's a super good guy. Okay. And um, so I drove out to wherever they were doing pre-production deep out in the San Fernando Valley mm-hmm. and I auditioned with John Beekler and I got the job and um, and the cast director too and I, I'm just losing his name Anthony I can't think of it off the top of my head Menop- it's Lady Menopause it's not him it's me I can't remember I just blank it'll come <laughs> back to me so the cast director was so great and maybe I just her casting first and then I went and met John one way or the other right. but anyhow I was so excited because suddenly I was getting flown first class to Mobile, Alabama (laughs) and shooting a movie with my friend Bill Butler and, you know, Billy really taught me how to act in horror films. Right. He really, I really watched him and took his lead and uh, just like Drake taught me how to be, um, you know, how to kiss on screen for days of our lives, you know. Right. He'd be like, no, turn this way, move your hair because it's very technical. It's (laughs) Mm -hmm. not sexy. It's totally technical right um so yeah so that so friday the 13th was a lot of fun because That's it was awesome. my first job and it was my first paycheck that said paramount pictures on it and i couldn't believe it was happening <laughs> that's amazing so uh how was your death scene film and I do have Go ahead. To say one thing if i yep. can say one thing not a problem horror fans horror fans are the best <laughs> that is very true that is very it's true, true. Horror fans are, like, so um, respectful yep. and just, like, so into the genre and um, not rude, not mean, not, yep. you know. And they're really very loyal. Really great. I yep. did one monster... Oh, Monster Mania? It was in Virginia Beach. I don't think it's happening anymore. No, Monster Mania still happens. Um, I'm not sure what it's called. It mustn't be that, then. Um Something bad happened with the promoter of the one I did. Oh. So it didn't happen anymore. <laughs> but it was the one early time I had gone and done that and signed autographs and done the whole thing. And I was just like, wow, this is fantastic. It's like the fans are really great. Awesome. So That's great. So how was your uh, death scene filmed and prepped? Oh, for Friday the 13th. Yes. Um, if I can remember. Well, I just remember John Beekler because, you know, he passed away last year. He's such yeah. a lovely human being. And um, special effects guy, too. And I just remember the special effects guy showing me what they were going to make that looked like flesh and mm-hmm. blood. And it had um, paper towel and caro syrup <laughs> and some kind of dye, maybe. Um, and they were very super respectful, uh, Kane Hodder and the director. And, you know, yeah, they were just really great. Awesome. So I just remember the filming as being really respectful, not frightening. Right. Really fun to run through the, really fun to run through the woods screaming with Bill Butler. I mean, like really fun. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So, so speaking of Kane Hodder, how how was it like working with him? 
great guy. He's just a big, loving, strong, funny. He's got a great sense of humor. Such a nice guy. Awesome. And even when we all saw each other um, last year at um, John Beekler's memorial, mm-hmm. everybody's just the same. <laughs> He's still just like a big, loving guy. Nice. It's funny because uh, I heard a story about Kane Hodder um, when he was on set filming Friday the 13th Part 7. Um, he, w- he was in full costume and uh, a kid ended up, I guess, was in going through the woods and he's like, hey, you're Jason Voorhees. Are you filming that uh, Friday the 13th movie that, uh, that I heard that they're filming around here? And he looks at him. He just stares down at him and everything. Full costume. <laughs> Very intimidating, I could imagine, for a little kid. And he and he just kind of lunged at him, and the kid just ran away, and he tripped over a lock, and he kept running, got back up, and kept running. I don't. I never heard that story. I I read about it on IMDb. I, I don't know. Go ahead. He's a funny. He's a very funny guy. So that sounds like something he would do. Yeah. <laughs> I could believe he would do that because I heard a lot of stories of him yeah. like doing like like pranks and stuff like that in costume. So I can kind of picture him doing that. It was on IMDb. Um, that yeah. seems more reliable of a source than if it was on Wikipedia. So I could. I wouldn't take it as much with a yeah. grain of salt. So I could believe it happening. Yeah, it sounds like something that he would do. Awesome. I tried to interview him, but he's too, way too busy, so it's like hard to meet his schedule. So uh, if I ever interview him, though, I really would like to ask him that question to see if that really happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what was your most memorable moment while filming Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Blood? I think just standing on the side of the road, shooting the car, breaking down <laughs> and with Billy, and I'm so nervous and I have to say my lines and I am I, I think somehow that acting uh, film acting is like you lower <laughs> your voice so I keep saying when's the last time you put oil in then you know I just right. Billy trying to get me to like relax and be comfortable and enjoy right. myself stop acting with my head stop shaking my head so much <laughs> so uh well, it is really fun to be young it's fun to be young and, and create and you know it's a yeah. good time it is and it's it's such a creative uh creative job and i love making that what they call movie magic i love the fact that you know that you know you can go from you know being alive and then shooting a death scene and making it look so real like it's just so artistic yeah it's a really artistic job um so what was the best part about filming friday the 13th part 7 and what was the worst I think the worst was it got cold, but I wasn't the one who had to jump into the lake, so I'm not going to complain. I, I think she got hypothermia. Um, it was cold. The best part was all of it. Awesome. That's awesome. So uh, what was John Carl Buchler like as a director? Uh, uh, professional, talented, respectful, um, gentle, That's very, awesome. very easygoing, very mild-mannered. You didn't feel like you were being, you know, manhandled around the set, you know. Awesome, yeah. And uh, you kind of answered this question, uh, but what was it like working with uh, Bill Butler? Everything I said. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Uh, So what was your... A lot of of fun. He keeps it really light. He's a good actor. He's a very talented human. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, what was the environment like on set of Friday the 13th Part 7? People working. 
<laughs> was it like fast paced at all? No, because they, you know, you've got to set up a shot right, and there mm-hmm. were certain things like when they had to blow up the um, dock, right? The end right. of the dock. Yep. So you know, everybody has to be safe and careful. You yeah. have to do it right. There's, you know. Exactly. Um, uh, go ahead. Yep. Um, the last question I got for you um, is: Do you have any future projects or anything else that you would like to promote to our listeners? Sure. Well, um, I'm finishing my agent. My literary agent is out there right now pitching um, my fourth novel, which is awesome. called Love and Other Calamities. Awesome. Um, about three ex-girlfriends who unite to take down their um, bad ex-musician husband. I mean, <laughs> boyfriend. Um, and then I'm finishing a rewrite on a novel called, um, oh, I just changed the title, that's why I spaced out. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Called <laughs> Killing All the Actors. <laughs> and Killing All the Actors, <laughs> excuse me, Killing All the Actors is about two people who join a survivalist cult in the desert called Take Back America. Okay. Um, and I have a screenplay out there that just won some awards called Treed about a housewife who climbs the tree by the mall and lives in it. Um, nice. And it's based on my third novel, The Last Great American Housewife. So I have a lot of writing that's out there right now being pitched, so hopefully something will get sold. Awesome. It's an interesting time. It's an interesting time. You know, nobody really knows what is next, so we just take it one day at a time, right? Yep, exactly. One day at a time, and... Um, I mean, I thank you so much for ha- uh, for making time for this interview. It was an honor interviewing interviewing you, um, not just as a fan, but you know, as a friend as well and a fellow actor. I mean, it's just an it's amazing to get the insight of your success of Days of Our Lives and on Friday the Thirteenth. And I really thank you for your time, and I greatly appreciate it. Well, thank you for thinking of me, and I just want to say, don't give up. Thank you. That's the key. Exactly. The only key in life is don't give up. Exactly. You stay safe, and uh, okay, you too. and everybody can check out uh, Stacy Greason's, uh, you know, all of her novels, and uh, you can check her out on IMDb as well um, for any future projects that she were to have in the works that were to be updated on there as well. And I thank you, Stacy. Have a good one. All right, you too. Bye. Hang, hang in there. Yep, you too. Bye.